Welcome, guys, back to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. This is episode number 47, and today's show is going to be another awesome show. I'm really excited to bring it to you guys. Um, I just want to remind you, uh, first of all, thank you guys for being here once again. Um, You guys have been such a great support of the podcast. We're getting more and more um, people joining the Facebook group, uh, which is now available to all. If you want to go over there and discuss wedding photography topics or photography photography topics in general, that's a great place to ask questions, discuss things with other photographers, and um, and if you have any questions for the podcast, you can also ask them on there. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And if you are enjoying this podcast and you like what you're hearing and you want to help support the podcast. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom, leave a nice review, leave a five-star rating, and just hit subscribe on the podcast so you know when the next episode comes out. And if you want to go even farther than that, uh, if you know, if you have some photographer friends that you know would like and enjoy this podcast, just share this podcast with them for them to listen. Uh, All these things will uh, help the podcast grow, become more discoverable. And it'll be uh, your way of helping to uh, support the podcast. So thank you guys again for everything you guys have done for the podcast so far. On today's episode, I have one of my good friends, uh, Stephen Van Elk. He has been on the podcast a few times, and you probably will recognize him from his own podcast that he hosts, along with Dustin McKibben, uh, the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. Uh, It's a great comedic podcast. They talk about all kinds of wedding photography-related topics, but it is really a funny podcast to listen to. You should definitely go check them out. Uh, But Stephen came on the podcast uh, to talk about uh, wedding photography, but right off the bat, he turns the tables on me uh, and things get pretty interesting. Uh, But we did talk for a really long time. I did decide to turn this into a two-part episode. So this week I'll be releasing uh, this episode that you're listening now and next week the other half of our conversation will continue on. So without any any further ado, I present to you great Indiana man, Stephen Van Elk. So everything you say now is being recorded. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. So if you have anything mean to say about Dustin, now's the time. Dustin's a fantastic human being, and I love him very much. That's not what you said. Be- Wait, hang on. I'm not recording anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work, is it? <laughs> uh, welcome back, listeners of the Wedding Photo Podcast. No, 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 no. It's that, me, this your isn't... host, Stephen <laughs> Wait a second. This isn't... I'm so glad to have all of you here. <laughs> I know you're used to the sweet sounds of Ulysses Del Toro on the microphone, and uh, we just thought we'd switch it up today. Um, current you know, frequent host, I think you would call him Ulysses is taking a back seat. And now me, uh, guest Steve Van Elk is actually jumping into the host seat to interview Ulysses Del Toro about uh, his photography and how he got started. Ulysses, I'm so glad to have you with us here today. <laughs> and I think all my fans, uh, who just happened to listen to your podcast will really appreciate this interview. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm sure all your fans are here right now listening. <laughs> yeah, all, all zero of them are here, and man, I'm so pumped about that. Well, clearly you prepared for this, so I'll just let you take the wheel. Uh, go ahead, Stephen. So, Ulysses, um, people listen to your podcast quite a bit, and uh, the hottest topic people want to know about is by far. You and Maria, how did the two of you meet? <laughs> how did we meet? Yeah. Well, I was working at a photo studio many moons ago, maybe like over 10 years ago now. And her and I got hired at the same time. And um, the group of us that were all together, we all just kind of connected and became friends. Uh, and we became friends with her and her sister. And then her and I just kind of kept in contact over the years. I think she only worked there for like a season and we kept in contact over the years. And uh, one day we just kind of started talking more than usual. And one thing led to another. And now we're married. And that's it. One day we started talking more than usual. Come on, Ulysses. The listeners, they want to know who <laughs> made the first move. Well, clearly I made the first move, man. <laughs> if you guys know Maria, you guys know that I made the first move. Ulysses, and- she's only she's only been on one episode of the podcast. Uh, your listeners know me better than her at this point in time. <laughs> You got to rectify that. <laughs> and you know what? She actually gives me a hard time too because uh, we started, I guess, dating. Uh, I, I guess I called it dating. We started like going out on dates. And then uh, one day, suddenly, I just started introducing her as my girlfriend. And she was just nice. like, wait, what? You know, <laughs> like she looked over at me. And I was like, what? We already we already had our first kiss. We've been holding hands. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're my girlfriend now. And uh, so... Yeah. Ulysses, on that note, um, did you guys ever get married or did you just start introducing her to people as your wife? <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> yeah, um, this ring right here, it only costs $20 online. So there you go, man. Nice. Wedding done. No, man, we we had a real wedding. I know because it uh, it it you felt it in the bank. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't. You know, it, what does that mean? It, <laughs> I I clearly remember where having a bank account and then not having one afterwards. Exactly. Having a negative amount of money yeah, to yeah, your name. Yeah. Okay, so see you do know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? You got anything else for me? Mm, yeah, no. Uh so you guys were both working at the same photo oh. place together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think your listeners want to know, was this before or after you worked for Kim Kardashian? Uh, this was. Are you allowed to talk about that? Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you sign a non-disclo- <laughs> non-disclosure? <laughs> no way, man. They did not pay me enough for that. <laughs> no, this was way after. No, the Kim Kardashian thing was, uh, I think I was just finishing up college and I had a, I had a, you know, I was trying to work in the film industry and I had friends working in the film industry and. Um, I had one buddy who linked me up with some PR guy who needed a videographer to follow him around for some stuff. And uh, uh, it gave me his number. I hit him up and he said, hey, we need you to just follow us to this red carpet event. It's this girl. She's just kind of coming up in the world. She was like coming out in the tabloids as uh, Paris Hilton's best friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, yeah, her name's uh, Kim Kardashian. And I had, I mean, I'm not in the know. I had no idea who this person was. And this was before she even like got famous. Like I couldn't even hear what he was saying over the phone. I was like, Kim, Kim, what? Kim Kardashian, Kim Card, Kim Car, what? You know, like, <laughs> and then, uh, he's like, yeah, it's real easy. Uh, we have a camera for you too. All you have to do is come pick it up. 
record it and and go home you get paid so um i went and did that and it was like her very first uh like magazine cover that she did um Mm -hmm. so i recorded i was at the red carpet event along with all this paparazzi that's when i learned how like tight the paparazzi were with each other and not outsiders because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah they were like everybody was looking at me like who is this person what are they doing here and then like all the celebrities that were going by like they knew them all by name like they knew each other the celebrities knew the paparazzi so they're they're a small clique and uh they were giving me a hard time they wouldn't like let me get up front i was trying to get like coverage of people walking by um but the joke turned on them because when Kim Kardashian showed up, she came by, she went into the club and then her PR group came over and grabbed me and they're like, come on, we got to go inside. And I was the only person out there that actually got to go inside with them. So, um, so yeah, that was fun. I did that maybe like four times. Uh, and each time the, whatever PR group she had working for her, they just got sketchier and sketchier. Like the first time, uh, I showed up to get paid. Uh, you know, they gave me the check and I gave them the DV tape. I was shooting on a, one of those Canon. Oh man, yeah. DV. Oh yeah. The, what was, was it? it well, XL. Was it even HD? Were, <laughs> were you shooting 1080 iron or were you still on a 480? Uh, no, it was 1080. It was 1080. Nice. Yeah. And so. So it was the Canon XL. Yeah. Yeah. Series. Yeah. So uh, I recorded that, and then, like, the next time, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to pay you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just hang on to the DV tape, and I'll come by tomorrow. And they are like, oh, okay, you know. And then the next time, it was like, oh, we got to pay you, like, in a week. And I was like, no problem. I'll just hang on to the tape. And they are like, oh, we really need the tape, though. Yeah, I really need my check, too. So... <laughs> And then, like, the last time, I think it took them, like, three weeks to get me paid. I was hanging on to the tape, and then they just never called me back after that. So, I don't know what was going on. They were they were not doing things right, you know. So, I doubt they're still working with, with her. But, yeah, that's my little story. I got to work uh, for Kim Kardashian's PR team. I and- like that. Fresh out the gate. Fresh out of college. And you've already have, you already have the confidence to look at somebody and say not until I get the money because a lot of people would have just given that tape over yeah man and then they never would have gotten paid yeah well I was a broke college straight out of college student whatever <laughs> I needed my money man <laughs> hustling well, well the the if anybody knows the the movie industry it's pretty cutthroat there man so you you can't you can't let people take advantage of you because they absolutely will did you, did you work for any other celebrities after uh, Kim Kardashian's PR team? Mm, celebrities, no. I I helped shoot a music video for like this, like uh, he wasn't like a known rapper at the time. I don't even remember his name, honestly. Uh, his name was Kanye West. No. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I think Tupac was his name. No, I'm just kidding. That was way, way back in the day. Uh, How no. old are you? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, I worked for this. So I shot this music video, and it was through just some friends, right? Uh, but this guy was there. He was like a producer, and I asked him if he ever needed me to like do any other stuff, like photography-wise. I think I was just getting into photography. And um, 
you know, I gave him my business card and he ended up hitting me up or somehow he reached out to me or I reached out to him again. Um, and I was living in North Hollywood and their offices were in North Hollywood. So he called me out there and they were the production company or the record label for, um, do you know the Cottonmouth Kings? It was mm-hmm. it was like a like a white rap group in California, but oh, you think because I'm white, I know about a white rap group? I mean, I assume that's why I was asking, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> and and <racist. laughs> No, I ask because it was around your mine and your time, you know, because you know we're getting we're getting oh, we're getting oh, up you're being there. Ageist, yeah, I get it now. yeah, 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 Cause, yeah. Because I'm old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so it was this uh, this yeah this rap group Cottonmouth Kings. They had this record label, and uh, they had like a sub record label for these like punk punk bands, I guess. I don't know. And so they sent me out to a couple shows, like just to photograph them. Um, I got paid like barely anything at all, but that was kind of fun. Like I got to go into like the, the whiskey go, go, I think that's what it's called. The Roxy. I got to go to all these venues and just shoot for free, you know, on these are all venues that I, as an Indiana person have actually heard of. Yep. So this is crazy. Yeah. No, everything was all in LA, you know, all in on the sunset strip. I got to go to all these places. So it was a pretty fun experience. Uh, but again, like, uh, you know, I was just barely making like ends meet. So it was more of like, I didn't even really see it like, Oh, this is going somewhere. It was just like, I was just trying to make some extra money to, to kind of get by. And then they, they tried to pull the same thing on me. They, they pulled me into their offices. I was doing a, but Oh, you know what it was? Uh, one of their bands that I shot for, they were going to stay a couple days. So the next day they had me come in and do like some PR video stuff for them while I was, mm-hmm. you know, since they were going to be there. And, uh, I just went outside the studio with them, walked around, did some interview stuff. And so after that, they pulled me into their offices and, and they offered me an internship and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An unpaid internship? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they that offered is me not legal. Yeah, they were like unless we, you're getting college credit. At least that's how it works in Indiana. Yeah. I don't know about California. No, I was out of college already, man. They the way they presented it was like, "Hey, we're looking for an intern to do some video editing for us," you know. And he he said something like it would be like 20 to 30 hours a week, but it's unpaid. I was like, mm, yeah, wrong, wrong person to try to screw over. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Yeah. So a couple of, yeah, I had a couple of experiences like that in the, in, in LA, I guess. Yeah. That, I guess that's like the biggest one worked on a bunch of TV shows, but those were all kind of random. Like you would get, a, you would get a day job. Sometimes you'd work for a week. Sometimes they would never call you back. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The film industry is pretty, it's pretty, uh, pretty cutthroat, you know. Were you in a union then? <clears throat> no, no, no. I got friends now that that they're in the union, but I feel like I watch their like journey through Facebook and Instagram, and you know, they. I have a lot of respect for them because they 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 stuck it out for a long time, and and a lot a lot of them are finally like you know working in the film industry. You know, at that time it mm-hmm. was just like barely getting by. I graduated in, from college in 2007, and we had you know the that economy pitfall and so it was really hard to like keep jobs and find well, jobs you around there. graduated time. from college in 2007 yep. I graduated from college in 2007 I, I went through that same economy pitfall it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad man finding you know finding and keeping a job was was pretty rough so 
uh, I got a lot of respect for all my friends that just kept at it. And they're, you know, a lot of them are doing some big things now. Mm-hmm. I'm over here uh, recording a podcast with the the great Indiana man, Stephen Van Elk. Well, I'm super glad to have you on my podcast this week. So, you know, uh, I'm just pleased to be recording with you. You're one of my favorite photographers and videographers yeah. and podcasters, to be honest. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for um, having me, man. I'm just pleased as punch to be here, man. Yeah. 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 No, no problem. Um, Thanks for having I appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, to have me on and letting me record this, <laughs> letting me record and edit this episode for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it's not going to be paid. You editing this. <laughs> You know what? I don't think I can do this after all that. <laughs> hey, so, Wait, uh, so, so, so you, you, Maria, you start dating uh-huh. after, uh, you, you initiate things or so you claim mm-hmm. love to hear Maria's side of the story. I'm sure it's wildly different. Oh yeah. 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 It'd be, it'd be pretty awesome to hear her side of the story, but unfortunately you just start telling people <laughs> that she's your girlfriend. You never have like a talk with her to clarify the relationship, what you want out of it, where you're going to go with things, you know, all those sorts of things that, you know, people want to yeah. know about their life when they're yeah. looking for something steady. How long from the point where you start randomly telling people she's your girlfriend without her consent until you pop the question and ask her to marry you? I think I popped the question almost a year in. Yeah. Almost a year after we almost a year after I decided that we started dating, I popped the question. <laughs> How'd you do that? Um, uh, so I already knew that I wanted to ask her to marry me and man, this, this, this podcast really took a turn. (laughs) It's about five minutes before we started. I was like, I'm going to flip the table on Ulysses. You you flipped it, man. (laughs) And you went with it. It's your fault. (laughs) No, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah, dude, I, um, I wanted to find a unique way to ask Maria to marry me, as we all do, I'm sure, you know. And um, at the time when I decided that I was going to ask her, we had been doing some uh, Instagram meetups. I don't know if you've ever been to an Instagram meetup, but... um, I've been to one. You've been to one? uh, I've never gone back. There there was a time where they were like just kind of starting to pop up here and there. And, Mm -hmm. and so we did that ourselves. We, we did one meetup and it was like 13 people and 10 of those were like friends and family. (laughs) So it was still pretty cool. We ran around and took photos. So we did that once, twice. We did that twice. And then for the third one, I decided that I was going to pop the question at the photo meetup and I planned it out with her whole family um, we had everybody show up and uh, the idea was to do like a group photo and have her take the picture. And when she turned around after, you know, taking the picture, when she turned around, um, her family would already be holding up a sign that said, will you marry me? And I'd be down on what one knee. Um, but I thought it was going to be a small photo meetup. We did it in Laguna Beach. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be real small. Uh, cause the last two were like 10, 12, 13 people, uh, 40 people confirmed to this photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 40 people confirmed. And so I completely freaked out cause yeah, that just made me dude. Popping the question is a real like nerve wracking thing as it is, you know? 
And which is why I decided to do it without anyone else yeah. present personally. Yeah, I, w- I wish I guess I wish I had done that. And, oh, and that too, like if you know Maria, she's she's actually really shy. Uh, again, why she's only been on the, on the podcast one time. <laughs> and she's like real reserved. She doesn't like being the center of attention. So like the whole thing was making me really nervous. Like I was going to make her the center of attention and there was going to be like 40 people there. And so, uh, that whole day I was freaking out. We went down to Laguna beach, uh, right there on like the main strip and everyone showed up. We were taking pictures. It wasn't even weird that like her family was there. Cause some of my family had gone to our previous photo shoots, uh, to our Instagram meets. So yeah, she, she totally bought it. She didn't really think anything was going on. And then I couldn't find a good place to take a group photo of 40 people. <laughs> so the place I was able to find was like this little bridge setup. Um, but the bridge happened to be on, uh, where the PCH, the Pacific coast highway and the main downtown street meet. So like we're facing the entire crowd of everybody showing up to Laguna beach. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so the way I planned it was, um, I was going to take the first like two pictures. And then I was going to tell Maria to go take the last picture. And her sister was going to hand me the ring from behind me. And before she even turned around to like take the picture, everyone was already going to be in place. Um, so I ran, I took the first two pictures and then I ran back and I told Maria, I was like, Hey, go take the last picture. And she's like, what? No. And I was like, <laughs> what you, no, no, just go take the last picture. It's like, no, you go take the last pictures. Like, she's like, I'm not going to go up there. I was like, just go take the last picture. Like we started arguing. I was like, oh my God, this is not going to work. I was like, we just go take the picture. <laughs> and so finally she was, she like got upset. She's like, fine. And she like walked away to the camera and, you know, I was not even worried about her turning around like, you know, prematurely because she was already nervous that there was like all these people looking at her. Uh, so yeah, we set it up. I grabbed the ring, uh, her family, they all put up, you know, they had separate signs saying, will you marry me? And, uh, I have a picture of it too. Her brother held up the last sign upside down, which in the end, (laughs) it actually like looks kind of (laughs) cool, but it was total accident. But yeah, she went to take the picture. She turned around and, uh, the rest was the last sign just a question mark or was it me? It was me question mark. So it was like upside down question mark you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she turned around and saw it and was pretty shocked. And then not only was like all of everybody that was there cheering, but we had all of like, it felt like all of Laguna Beach were honking and people on the street were like cheering and yelling. It was like this pretty crazy, turned into this crazy event. So, so to propose to your wife, you created her nightmare scenario, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I love that. Not only were there randos who showed up because you hosted a hangout yeah. event sort of thing, yeah. but then there are also just randos cause you picked a popular place to do it. Too. Yeah. So yeah. you have like randos on top of randos. Yeah. Yeah, and and nobody, more and more uncomfortable. yeah, and nobody there knew I was gonna I was gonna do that either. So like I, I mean, only the you know her sister who had the ring and her family that was holding uh, the signs. 
Um, my brother was there and he knew, but we, my mom came down too. And she had no idea I was going to do that. I think it was kind of hard to get my mom down there too. She's like, why do I want to go to a photo meet? <laughs> I was like, trust me, just, you want to come to this one. <laughs> Hang on. I got to get my beer open here. Ulysses, that brings up a great point. Um, a lot of times on the wedding photo podcast, uh, we like to drink a beer or two and talk about those beers. And so, Ulysses, I was just curious, uh, what what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> Dude, this is too funny, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I got a string of great California beers lined up for tonight. Uh, a string? Oh, my gosh. What oh, are we yeah. in for? <laughs> oh, uh, Stephen, you know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that's not going to change when you and I record uh, episodes together. Uh, I have a local uh, IPA tonight from Ritual Brewing right here in Redlands, California called Hopomatic. Nice. What are you drinking tonight? Well, Ulysses, I promised you uh, after giving you a lot of crap in your group (laughs) about how great beers aren't made in uh, California, I went out and uh, I found one of my favorite Californian beers. (gasps) It's from the brewery, what? and it's called a uh, White Oak. Is it a is it a great California beer? It's a great Californian beer for oh. a great Indiana man like me, mm. or it could be for a great Californian man like you. Are you it, sure? Because I was pretty sure out. somebody on the Facebook group said that they were a myth. Something they were a myth. They didn't exist. Something along those lines. All the best things are really more myth and legend than they are uh, something tangible. You could just go out to a store and buy like I did. But, you know, (laughs) myth, legend, whatever it was, I do have it and I am drinking it. The White Oak is a hearty blended wheat wine style ale. Grafting elements reminiscent of caramel, vanilla, coconut, and warm oak with the creamy complexity of wheat. I read that straight off the website. I was like, that sounds like... That came straight off the top of my head. That sounds like an ad read right there. (laughs) So engagement to wedding, how long did that take? Um, Engagement to wedding, that that took just over a year. Yeah, that took just over a year. And the wedding, was that again at Laguna Beach, again at a photo meetup? Maria shows up. She doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, and dude. you're just like, oh, and now it's the wedding. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I did it. I was just like, we're going to go out to. And holding up signs that said, are you married now? I told her, get ready for dinner tomorrow. It's going to start around nine in the morning with uh, hair, and, <laughs> hair and makeup. <laughs> uh, so just be ready for that. There's going to be a couple people around you. No big deal. You know, they're just me hanging out. Your mom's going to show up with a dress, you know. No, we um we got married in we had two locations for our wedding. We got married. Our ceremony was in Anaheim Hills, uh over here in like the Orange County area, Southern California. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got married in a nature park that uh, we would frequently visit uh to go on like little hikes with Gabriel when he was like 2, 3 years old. Um, and they have like a little, yeah, they have like a little ceremony area that they use for like, uh, like story time for the kids. It's like a little stage area, but, uh, they have ceremonies there. So we looked into it. We decided that that's where we wanted to have a ceremony since we were there all the time. And then we had our reception at a venue in Westminster, which was like 20 minutes away. Um, but a lot of her family, had had events there and they gave us like a really great deal. They gave us the entire place. Uh, they did, you know, like tables, chairs, 
bartender, like everything. And they gave us a place from 12 in the afternoon until like two or three in the morning for like a really good price. So yeah. Wow. It was was pretty good. That is too long. That's too long. (laughs) Well, obviously we didn't start till later, but they're, you know, the fact that they gave us all that room and same thing. Like I think they did, Ah oh, man, our our family partied. We we actually left like around ten or eleven at night, but uh, we heard that they were there. On, they were they had to kick them out. Basically, <laughs> they did like a last call at twelve, and then the DJ packed up at one, and the family was still dancing or something. <laughs> like, put yeah, your iPhone yeah, up in the air. Yep, we're gonna yep, dance. Yeah, they didn't care, man. They stayed there. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. We had a good wedding. It was a lot of fun. So, Ulysses, uh, you don't talk about it much on the podcast, but you and Maria are co-parenting Gabriel mm-hmm. together, your yep. son, um, and you have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. for Gabriel. Yeah. How difficult has it been to both create <clears throat> videos for him and also to be concerned about like his privacy and his mental well-being with uh, the YouTube stuff? Because that's a conversation my wife and I have a lot because our son Ian is the same age as your son Gabriel. And yeah. Ian wants to have his own YouTube channel. Yeah. And Jen's pretty hard no on that. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering like w- w- what is it? Like Jen's reasoning is 100%. She doesn't want him to be bullied or made fun of because of his YouTube channel. And she thinks that there's a very good possibility he would be because, well, I mean, you've been on YouTube. You've seen what yeah. the comments are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what kind of steps do you guys take to, I guess, isolate Gabriel from that sort of stuff and to uh, keep things positive? Well, you know, the I think just the way we monitor his YouTube usage in general, like he's not really on, I mean, he loves YouTube just like any other kid, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he's allowed to be on YouTube Kids and um, he's... Earned. Are his videos available on YouTube Kids? Yeah, yeah, they are. Nice. They are. Uh, but he's also earned the right to to watch uh, regular YouTube because he has shown us, you know, um, I guess his own like discipline. Because um, when he was a little younger, he was only allowed to watch YouTube Kids, and if he was around kids that were watching regular YouTube, he would literally go sit ten feet away from them. And people would ask him, like, hey, why aren't you sitting over there with them? Oh, they're watching, you know, YouTube, regular YouTube, and I'm not allowed to watch it. So he's always been a pretty good kid about about that. Uh, so now, like, he is allowed. So to- you married Maria. She mm-hmm. had the perfect kid. Yeah. You guys can never have a kid now because he's already perfect. <laughs> yeah, we talk about that all the time. <laughs> it's uh, we'll never have it this easy again. <laughs> like my my daughter Nora just today while my mom was at the house and my stepdad, uh, she ran upstairs, took all of her clothes off, poured bubble bath all over her body, <laughs> no water, and then ran down the stairs with her hands out like claws, saying "Row, row, I'm a monster." <laughs> run uh completely butt naked and it was it was it's very funny um so she takes after so she takes after you then oh no no she takes after jen jen would tell you that i am an i'm a never nude jen jen grew up in a household of like three women and jen has said multiple times i think she's even said it on my podcast like they were you know basically uh underwear family all the time so (laughs) And not you, you you showered in your underwear, is what you're saying? Yeah, jean shorts, cut off jean oh, shorts. Oh, gotcha. 
yeah, full Arrested Development style, never nude. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's yeah. Gabriel is a good kid. He he watches after himself. He doesn't want to get in trouble. He's just got like you know. He definitely takes after Maria. He you know he's just very reserved, very careful about what he does, and um, he does play pay close attention to things though. So like monitoring his YouTube channel, we upload all the footage, and Maria just is always the first one to see any of the comments on there. And we've, Mm -hmm. we've been pretty lucky with his YouTube channel so far. He's got, um, he's got, I think like almost a hundred subscribers and the ratio is really, yeah. Yeah. And the ratio is really good. Like he's got a ton of other kids that are constantly commenting and, and like their parents are communicating with Maria through his YouTube channel and through his Instagram. And they're Mm -hmm. like, they've shouted each other out on the videos and stuff. Um, so I feel like we found like this small little community. We're not, we're not about the numbers. We're not trying to make it big in YouTube. Gabriel has asked us for years. He wanted to have a YouTube channel. In fact, like on his fourth birthday, we recorded a video of him like unboxing all these eggs. Cause I was like big on YouTube, but it didn't go oh, anywhere. It's still big on YouTube. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the intentions weren't even to put it on YouTube. It was just the sheer fact that he really wanted to record something, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's been asking us for years and, you know, uh, we finally decided like the videos that we wanted to do with them. You know, we told him if, if you did a YouTube, you could do it, but they'd have to be, you know, uh, some of them would have to be like educational or have a purpose, not just like messing around or whatever. I was like, because we told him you could do that yourself if you wanted to. But if you want us to help you like put videos out on YouTube, you know, we, we they have to be something like that you would like to watch. So um, he likes to read. So he does a book review Monday. Um, it, obviously, it's not every week, but we try to put them out as much as we can, as much as he, you know, he reads. And then um we have like this science kit that comes in every month um, where he puts together different activities. Those science kit episodes are dope. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun, man, because I mean, they're just fun to put together. So uh, like one was a uh, the whole you do three activities for each box and the outcome was you made like this uh, arcade game. So you had to build the claw, you had to build like these plushies, and then you had to build the arcade and put the plushies in them, and then you had to use the claw to grab them out. So like stuff like that. It's pretty fun. And then he does, he also does like just like these random vlogs, but all the vlogs are like trips that we take to downtown Redlands. Like we'll go to the toy store to buy something. So we'll make a little fun vlog of us going down to downtown and picking it up. Um but yeah, I mean, there's there's no pressure on him if he doesn't, you know, if he wants to record something, but all of a sudden he just is like not feeling it, he doesn't want to do it, then we kind of just, we don't do it. We just skip it, you know? Um, oh, and then, Ulysses, you're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> he needs to get to a thousand subs and then to, uh, what is it, 150 watch hours a month or something like yeah. that so that you can start selling ads and you can make money off of your kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, you asked how we uh, watched after his mental health, so <laughs> that wouldn't be the best way to do it, man. <laughs> no, that's that's the most important thing for us, man. We don't want it to become this thing that like he feels he has to do, or even more like that it's more important than anything else because it's not, man. The important stuff for us is read. I mean, that's why we do the book reviews because it gets him to read more, and he's excited. He reads more books because of it, and now he loves loves reading. He's got his own like 
reading nook and yeah it's like his favorite thing to do man he's a little he's a little nerdo when it comes to that yeah so if you guys have any kids that like to watch book review videos yeah you can find gabriel at gabriel's universe yeah yeah it's pretty fun. they're really good really good videos yeah they're, they're fun, man. like the coolest kid in the world he's like always dancing and having fun yeah it's super fun to watch him yeah they're they're really fun to make man because because uh like i said gabriel's just like maria he's pretty reserved he's very quiet and he seems shy but when you put him in front of the camera he just kind of lights up same thing like he likes to do uh he's in dance and he's in piano and when he gets you know the chance to perform like he lights up like that's his his world he's in his own world and he's like a whole different person when he does that and that's how he's on the videos man so they're yeah they're a lot of fun to record so ulysses is a perfect person to pair him with because ulysses has all that experience of uh helping to mold a young star or starlet into an international (laughs) brand just like ulysses did with kim kardashian I will take the credit for that, you know. Still waiting, still you waiting. Didn't get any money, but you'll take still, the credit. Still waiting on those royalties, but uh <laughs> I'm sure they're just uh they're just stuck in the mail somewhere, man. <laughs> okay, I got some questions for you, man. I'm you know what? I'm going to take over my, my I'm going to take my podcast back. I'm going to turn turn the wheels around now. I don't like this. I don't like it. I'm going to revolt against this. Um, Let me find some more questions. (laughs) I got plenty of questions for you, man. (laughs) Wait. I do have one more serious question, though. Okay. So you and Maria, you got married. When did you guys start uh, Del Toro Photo? Was it before or after you got married? Um, I started Del Toro Photo. Actually, this is funny. I just... um, Dang, I really should check the date. Uh, I I bought I bought the domain name Del Toro Photo exactly ten years ago this month. Um, so I have been photographing as Del Toro Photo for ten years now. Nice. Um, Maria Maria joined me when we were dating. I I didn't have my my second shooter wasn't available, and she had she was like pretty curious about going to a wedding as a photographer. And, um, she had no prior photography experience other than, uh, me carrying my camera around and teaching her how to use it. You know, that was like her first glimpse into the photography world. Um, but yeah, she was curious about going to a wedding and seeing what I did there. So, um, I gave her a camera and I brought her to one of my weddings and, um, she fell in love with it, man. Like I kind of just threw her in there. She didn't really know what she was doing, but, um, she just, after that wedding, she wanted to do it again and again. And, um, she is self-taught, man. She taught herself everything. Then she jumped onto Lightroom and wanted to learn how to edit because she had, you know, her own ideas of how, you know, I I think around that time too, I was still like figuring out a style and a look. Um, so it was perfect, man. Like she kind of took over that, had some ideas and created the look that we have today. Basically she does, Mm -hmm. she does, I used to say 99%, but she does a hundred percent of our editing. (laughs) You can just say what I do, which is uh, Jen does 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
Collins is where you figure out what's working and what's not working. You gotta call. You know, it's a nice surprise, man. I say, but Jen doesn't call anymore, and she still shoots much better than I do. <laughs> it's actually funny, man, because I'll I'll shoot a wedding and I won't see the see the photos again until they're ready to go out to the client. And Maria will tell me she'll tell me, "Hey, the photos are ready. Take a take a look at them." And it's like a, it's like, like a sweet you surprise. Don't even look, you're yeah. just like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Great job, Maria. No, <laughs> that was your best job yet. No, man, I, 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 I'm curious. I haven't seen the photos since I took them, but it's like a, it's a nice surprise, man. I looked through and I was like, oh, this was, this was a fun wedding. Like we got some good stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah. So unless like. Uh, there there are weddings where, you know, certain stuff will happen and I'll get like a pretty sweet picture that like I'm looking forward to checking out like the next day. But even then, I still need Maria to edit it because she works her magic. I don't even know. I don't even know how to use Lightroom anymore. So you brought Maria into the company when you guys were just dating. Was that scary? Like <laughs> to like, were you pretty confident in your relationship and that you're going going all the way to marriage at that point in time? Or mm, I don't. You know what? I don't think it was even like that. Um, at, at that point, I was already running Del Toro Photo 100% by myself. And when she jumped in, it wasn't even like a, all right, we're splitting it up and it's a, you know, wedding or it's a um, husband and wife duo thing. Like that didn't even happen until after we got married, you know? Um, I, I, I was recognized for Del Toro Photo just alone. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't scary. It was actually it was more of like, uh, I guess, like a dream come true, right? Like as a photographer, you, I'm sure a lot of photographers would love to find someone that's interested in in the same things that they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, with Maria, it wasn't like I started dating a photographer. I was just, I was, I was just dating this girl who happened to like what I do, jumped in it, and then it became her passion too. So it was kind of a cool thing. Like every moment just got better because like she she enjoyed, you know, shooting a wedding. So that was pretty cool. And then she wanted to go again. And so now, you know, this girl that I really liked was hanging out with me, not just during the week, but she was always she was going and watching me be a badass at these weddings. And she was getting all into it. And oh, she wanted oh, yeah. to do it. Ulysses was flexing at these. Weddings. Oh, I was flexing hard. Maria, yeah. I was flexing hard, bro. And uh, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> We're married now, so it definitely worked. Oh yeah, it definitely worked. (laughs) No, but it was it was just cool, like the whole time. So I never really looked back. You know, I was like, I never really thought about it. Like, if if this doesn't work out, I guess if it didn't work out, you know, she just happened to go to a bunch of weddings with me, and now I would have had someone else. Uh, Different story now that we're married. Like we're known as Ulysses and Maria. You know, the uh, husband and wife photography duo. So. If, if something were to happen now, yeah, I think that that would, that would people would definitely notice now. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm probably being loud enough for her to listen to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of being loud enough for Maria to listen, uh, you guys just moved houses, right? Oh, yeah, man. It's it's uh, it's a nice change. Um, now, I got to admit, I haven't listened to your most recent episode, which I think is the first one since you moved houses. Yeah. Or wait, was Eric's the first one since er- you moved houses? Eric was the first one, yeah. Um, so when you record episodes now, like previously, it was like Maria was like right there with you. Pretty much, man. Yeah, she was. If she wasn't right next to me, she was um, 
10 feet further away in the kitchen <laughs> or something. But yeah, she was basically in the same room. Uh, and you could just smell all the good baked goods that she was making the whole time. Well, I'm recording in the kitchen, so I'm actually smelling all that goodness right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Whoa, what? time out. Why don't you ever plug Maria's baking on your own podcast? Uh, she's not trying. She's not trying to advertise her baking but it's amazing and she should. I know. It's so good. I know, but then she I would... say that without having ever tried anything. <laughs> I've just seen the pictures and the oh, pictures are so good. You should see what I got right here right now. It's it's pretty bomb. Uh no, it's really good and her business was really taking off. Um and that was part of the problem. It wasn't a problem. It was more a Maria had to decide whether she wanted to do more photography or actually you know, continue on with her, her baking business. And she decided that she liked the photography more. So she has her clients that her usual clients that hit her up, you know, every year for the same kind of stuff. And she makes cakes and cookies and all these things for them. Her friends or family, they ask her for stuff all the time and she does it, but she's no longer, you know, putting it out there as a working baker anymore. Yeah, she's no longer putting it out there. But if you're listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> you can DM Maria and you know get some good deals on some of the best looking stuff I've ever seen. <laughs> some online. of the best looking stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to taste it, Ulysses. But I mean, just like you sending me a package in the mail full of beers from California, I've never gotten anything from you. Ooh, I even gave yeah. you my address. Still hanging on to that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I told you the beers would not make it through the postal service. It's oh, illegal. they will. They will, man. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I bet you they will. All right, man. Hey, uh, do you want to talk about wedding photography? You don't. I'm sh- it doesn't look like you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. We're about 45 minutes in, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be. If you want to talk about wedding photography, we can. This is going to uh, really be another. Your listeners wanted to know more about you. But oh, whatever. <laughs> This is going to be another two, Whatever, dude. another two part episode. <laughs> you know, Ulysses, what caused you and Maria to move from LA to Redlands? Uh, from LA to Redlands? We never, mm-hmm. we never lived in LA. Never lived in LA proper, but you were in the suburbs, right? Yeah. And we're still in the suburbs. So, uh, Redlands is not the suburbs. <laughs> it, it is, man. What is, what is Redlands? Far away. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, I don't know, man. Like uh, all this surrounding cities uh, from L.A., like there's no there's no like breaking point. It just keeps going in every direction. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like it's a concrete jungle, man. It's just it just keeps going with uh, some mountains and stuff uh, off to the sides. But oh, just brag about the beautiful scenery in California. I did. I did living here in Indiana. It's just all cornfields, you know. Cornfields are cool. Do you guys do photo shoots in the cornfields? No, no. That's <laughs> Why basic not? bitch stuff. What? It's so basic. I mean, for who you, because you live yeah, in it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Who wants a photo? No, even if you don't live in a state with corn, like the idea of there are tall green plants that sometimes are over your head. Should we take pictures there? The answer is always yes. no. Yes. You know what? I'm going to go to Indiana and I'm going to offer people uh, some cornfield photos and they're going to be the best cornfield engagement photos anybody's ever seen, man. I would love it. Come come and do it. Can what are you, what are you going to do when you come down here? Are you just going to take pictures of people at the 
beach. Oh. I'm not taking any pictures if I come to California. <laughs> I'm going to just drink with you the whole time. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and if I go to the beach, it'll be to tell people back in Indiana I was learning how to surf, but I won't go out in the water. Dude. Sharks live in that water. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Uh, We will continue our conversation next week on the podcast. If you guys did enjoy this episode and you haven't done so already, uh, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and leave me a five-star rating for the podcast. And uh, share this podcast with other friends and photographers that you know that they would enjoy this. Doing these things supports the podcast and helps us grow. Uh, But I appreciate you guys coming and listening to another episode. And remember, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me at Wedding Photo Podcast on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can now join the Facebook group on Facebook. Just search Wedding Photo Podcast and uh, come join the growing community of photographers Uh, having discussions and sharing uh, topics uh, and articles uh, on wedding photography. So that's it for this week, guys. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you on the next one.